Welcome to Doppelgangers. Hello, brother. I'm Grace. Hello, brother. I'm Stephanie. And today we are discussing episode two of The Vampire Diaries, which is called Night of the Comet. Which immediately, that title got me pumped. Yeah, Yeah. got me very pumped. Yeah, so I'll read the plot synopsis Mm -hmm. just to get us kind of prepped. As Mystic Falls prepares for a festival to celebrate the passing of a comet, Vicky is in the hospital recovering from the attack that she can barely remember. Stefan goes to the hospital and tries to use his abilities to make sure Vicky doesn't remember what really happened, but his attempt is cut short when Vicky's brother Matt arrives. Elena meets Damon for the first time, who reveals surprising information about Stefan's past. A great uh, synopsis. I think this is another example of a small town in a teen drama, like a festival to celebrate the passing of a comet. Yeah. It's like that's just I, the event of the episode. It was absolutely a jam-packed episode. So let's uh dive right in. I don't think there were any notable guest stars in this episode that you might have known from anything. I don't think so. Which no is I really think new. Yeah, I think there's no guest stars yet. We're still getting to know the characters we know. Everyone got a better hairstylist this episode. Yeah, every single person was hotter in this episode than the pilot, except maybe Nina Dobrev and Caroline because they were already very, very hot. They yeah, don't have to do a lot of work on those two. Yeah. So we open similarly to the first episode with a couple being killed. They're camping in a tent. She thinks it's raining. Um, he goes outside to check and she hears dripping. So she's like, ah, I'm right. She goes outside, it's dripping blood of her boyfriend. And then so she So mean. So mean. Uh, she <laughs> yeah, runs it's... to a car and Damon, being a little smart ass, is like tripping the alarm. Like, just fucking kill her. You know, it's all in the hunt. It's all in the fun of it. It's a baller move. It is mean, though. I mean, yeah, it's it's mean, but he's a vampire. He's got to eat. Yeah. I I mean, what am I going to what do I expect from Damon at this point? Just about that. But then we get a little pump of excitement because we cut to Elena and Stefan waking up super happy because we later learned that they talked all night. But I don't know how much they talked because they woke up, woke up in separate beds. That's all I'm saying. And she seemed to be very surprised by a number of things, as did he. So, I, so what, what they talked they talk, about is unclear. About. They um, said, you love peanut butter? Love peanut butter. They said, I also have a diary. <laughs> and said, mine is a vampire diary. <laughs> <laughs> she said, so what are your favorite movies? And he said, none I want to talk about. He said, Birth of a Nation. <laughs> he said, have you seen that one with the train? <laughs> that was crazy. And she's like, I think that was from like the 20s. He's like, oh. It's like, yeah, I was um, kidding. And she says, any music you like? And he says, Vivaldi. (laughs) You're so old school. He Um, says, you know, once in a while I Charleston if I'm feeling crazy. So she's got a pep in her step. She's walking around. And Aunt Jenna's got a pep in her step, too, even though she's going to a parent-teacher conference on the third day of school. So does she think it's good news? (laughs) Yeah, that is a good point. She's all just up. She's like, oh, do I look professional like a mom? Like, girl, you're wearing a body con dress and you curled your hair. Like, but go ahead, go off. But yeah, literally, it's the third day of school. And she's like, I have to go to a parent-teacher conference. You think he's going to be like, Jeremy's been great these first Well, And you have a parent-teacher conference for just Jeremy, not both the kids. And it's the same teacher. So do the math, Miss Missy. Jeremy told her that he was going to woodshop early in the morning, which he doesn't have. Iconic that he could lie like that and she didn't know he didn't have woodshop. That's on her. Yeah, she didn't even know the school evidently did not have a woodshop. Yeah. 
anyway, but he lied not to do drugs, but to go visit Vicky in the hospital, which is really cute. But she's not awake. The nurse kind of kicks him out because let's face it, he's just some guy she hooked up with. Yeah. And 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 her drug dealer, which does makes it even less. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, you cannot come in here. Oh, absolutely not. They said, we know that guy. And they're in history class. And this is the first we hear about the comet. But who can focus on the comet when, <laughs> when the comets are flying between Stefan and, and Elena? Elena. And um, the teacher the, says, am I bothering you, Mr. Salvatore? Yeah. And Stefan says, "Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's decidedly bothering them. It's like, can't you see I'm flirting? Like, we could not more clearly be flirting hard as fuck. Also, with Matt not- sitting in the middle. Also, you're not teaching anything. You're just saying like, so tonight's the co- the comet is coming. It's like, okay, I'm not going to pay attention to that because I'm going to see it. Like and you're I not telling me stuff that's on the test. Yeah, I hate him. And then we see Bonnie and Caroline are chit-chatting. And Bonnie's like, yeah, my grandma told me I'm a witch and that her relatives are in Salem, but she's an alcoholic. And Caroline's like, I saw a hot guy. She's talking about Damon. So they're having their own subplots. They're both doing their little branding. I would love to be in Bonnie's family. I do stay standing, Miss Bonnie. Yes, absolutely. Jeremy and Tyler get in a fight again because God forbid they just don't talk to each other, boys. But basically it's because Jeremy's like, hey, how dare you not visit Vicky in the hospital? Which is Which, a fair point. Yeah, it's a fair point. And you kind of got to love that he fought for Vicky's honor like that. That's cute. It is cute. I, I mean, but at the same time, it's like, Tyler's like, oh, we're just hooking up. I don't need to go to the hospital. Yeah, he's Whereas, like, why would I visit her? We're not going to have sex. And uh, getting ahead of myself here, but the hospital, creepy as shit. Dark low hospital. So they really, I feel like both of them kind of overreacted in the wrong way. Yeah. To this situation. Like, it would have been normal to go once and just be like, hey, I just wanted to check up on you if you just, if you were like actively hooking up with someone. Jeremy went like six times. Tyler didn't go once. Like, yeah. Those two extremes. Two I don't ends think, of the spectrum. Like, yes, Jeremy's the better side of that spectrum, but only a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, you make a good point because, like, if I'm hooking up with someone and they get like bit by an animal, to all, to my knowledge, I'm like, I'll be like, I'll see him in a couple days. Like, I'm not really fighting to go. But of course, Jeremy wants to be her boyfriend, so he's like, "Oh, I'm going to be your boyfriend." And Tyler's like, mm, "I don't really want to do that." Well, and like the guy who dated in college had a hernia, and I was like, "I don't really need to see him if he's just going to be sitting there eating craft singles for three hours and watching SpongeBob. Yeah. I can sit at home. He'll be yeah, fine in a bit." What am I going to do in the hospital? Buy a ten dollar tuna sandwich and watch Maury? Yeah, no thanks. So we cut back to school, and Matt's catching Elena up on Vicky about like, "Oh yeah, she's feeling a lot better. They're just keeping her." And Stefan, of course is eavesdropping because, you know, he just is obsessed with the fact that Elena might talk about him, which I mean, Me hey, too, buddy, if I had the power, I'd be doing the same thing. More power to you, Stefan. And Elena says like, oh, do you know what bit her? Like, did she say anything? And Matt said, oh, she said it was a vampire. And they're like joking about it because they're like, that's funny. That's crazy. And but of course, Stefan hears this and he is freaked. He is tense as hell. <laughs> He can't stop it. And then, of course, the, and he's like sitting like 20 feet from them, maybe. So, you know, Matt's thinking of Stefan because he's also suspicious about Stefan. And he's like, so what's up with you and Stefan? And Stefan is sitting 20 feet away. And he, I've never seen a more tense man. <laughs> he could not more clearly be eavesdropping. Like he is sitting 20 feet away. But you look at him and you're like, that man is listening to their conversation. There is no way he is not. And if he didn't look guilty enough, the second they look away, he runs. It would be more innocent if you just stayed sitting there. 
and let Elena come up to you. Like hold a book, like literally. Right in the titular vampire diary. (laughs) And just in the diary, right? Oh my God, I think they see me listening. I'm pretending to write, like write down nothing. That's what I would do. (laughs) But don't like run away. But again, he's hot. So Elena's not going to be suspicious of a hot guy if he's being weird. Not yet. And he's not being that weird. So then we get to Jeremy's parent-teacher conference with Jenna and the world's worst history teacher. And shockingly, he is the rudest man on the planet. He's basically like, sorry that (laughs) Jeremy's parents died, but he's a druggie and you're a bad parental guardian, by the way. (laughs) She said, well, I don't know if you know this, but Jeremy and Elena's parents died. And he said, four months ago. And it's like, that is not a long enough time to like, say that in such a bitchy way. Yeah, to villainize someone for and it. To be, and he was like, oh, are there any other guardians or relatives in the area? And she said, oh, no, it's just me. And he said, could there be? Bitch! My God. Well, and also the thing about it to me is, it would be one thing if their parents died in a way that Elena and Jeremy saw coming. Still, yeah, like the if- grief would be there and it would be really hard, but it's like, oh, they were really sick. But they literally drove their car off a bridge. That's jarring. And Elena was in there. So in theory, Jeremy could be like, I would have been the lone survivor. Elena almost died too. Like, yeah, that's a rough situation to be in. Yeah. Later, Elena says you got tannered, which is a fun and goofy way to say you got verbally abused by the dick of a history teacher at this school. How does he not get fired? Yeah, I don't know. I guess because everyone's like, "Mm, you got tannered. It's like report him. (laughs) So now that Stefan knows that Vicky has said vampire. He's like, I got to go to the hospital and take care of this. Vampires have a have mind control, which we are privy to at this point in the series. They showed something in the pilot. Yeah. But just so you know, eventually they're going to start calling it compulsion or like I compelled her. So I'm just going to start referring it to that way because it's easier than saying like he uses his mind control. So Stefan's like, I'm going to go to the hospital and take care of this. But of course, Matt is also at the hospital to visit his sister and Matt gets to Vicky first. And he's like, hey, Vicky. And she looks bad. (laughs) Oh, bad, bad, bad. And again, this hospital is dark. There is maybe one fluorescent light on the ceiling and not a single nurse or doctor to be seen. I know it's a small town, but like it is a hospital. Then Vicky starts just wailing and no nurses come immediately to her. So Matt has to go get one. And from like 50 feet away. Yeah, Stefan has quite a bit of time to accomplish this, but he does his quick little vampire run. He gets into the hospital room and he's like, "Uh, it was an animal that attacked you. And then you blacked out. It was an animal that attacked you. And then you blacked out. She's like, "Uh uh-huh, it was an animal. Got it, got it, got it. And then for some reason, Stefan just walks out the door like a human. Like he doesn't use a little vampire run. And again, no one is in this hallway. And he seems to be the only one in town allowed to wear a black leather jacket for some reason. So immediately, Matt clocks him leaving. And he's like, also, leather jacket, that's Stefan. A, a dumb, dumb move by Stefan. He turns around to check. Like, you could have at least been like, oh, no, that wasn't me. Yeah. But you turned around and showed him your face, you dumbass. Yeah, it, not Stefan's best move. So Matt sees him. He doesn't get quite close enough to see him. But I mean, Matt's already suspicious of Stefan, so he's pretty sure. So Stefan peels off into the first room he sees. And wouldn't you know it, it's the room where they're donating blood. <laughs> Stefan said, hello, brother. <laughs> he was shook and it was a comically large pile of blood bags like well that is not standard practice there's not a lot of nurses so the nurse who's taking the blood also has to transport it to storage and people keep walking to donate blood she's like oh my god i guess i can't take these bags back yet 
And like, obviously this doesn't happen because Stefan has control of himself, but I think it would be just so funny if he literally just poked it in and started drinking it like one of those bags of, of chocolate milk. Like a you Capri know? Sun. That's why he's got to carry around. It, this was before the time of metal straws, but he just got to bring his own metal straw. It would have been funny if he just started drinking it and Matt walked in and Stefan was like, pardon me. But he does get out a window yes. before Matt can see He him. jumps out a window and I think he closes the window behind him. But Matt still somehow looks out the window. Matt and still he's like, sees a window and is like, that must be the, the answer. Yeah. I mean, to be fair to Matt, Vicky already said vampire once and Matt's weirded out and he's already suspicious of Stefan because he stole his girlfriend. <laughs> so <laughs> Matt's the wrong guy to mess with at this point. So now we cut to Bonnie, Caroline and Elena sitting down at a cafe and just like chit chatting girl talk about how Bonnie's grandma told her that the comet is a sign of doom. And the last time it was there, it brought a lot of a paranormal activity to Mystic Falls. To which Caroline once again says, your grandma's a drunk. <laughs> yeah, to which Caroline said, hey, Elena, why didn't you fuck Stefan? Caroline really just getting the Caroline points said, out. I couldn't care less about paranormal activity. Caroline says the most iconic relationship advice that anyone can hear. She said, what's unclear? Boy likes girl. Girl likes boy. Sex. <laughs> She she does boil it down to the basics. And you know what? She's got a point. <laughs> yeah. We've all seen how hot Stefan is. I You were calling him Stefan earlier. I didn't want to jinx I've it. I've been going back and forth. I, I know it's Stefan and I know I'm going to get comfortable. But once in a while, I'm like, Stefan. Well, I, yeah, you're going to hear them say Stefan on the show enough that they're going to trick you into saying it. Yeah. Much as you want to not. What I love about these three is so many teen dramas, like they have a group of friends, but you're like, these people don't like each other. These three girls do seem like very good friends and I see why they would hang out with each other. So I really like their little dynamic. Even if Caroline is pushing the sex thing a little hard, I think they're a cool group. Well, yeah, I think they seem to really get along with each other and give each other good advice and push each other. I think they're just three great girls. And I think that will bode well as their lives get infinitely more complicated in this show. Exactly. It's good to have good friends. So Jeremy gets home and Jenna decides... It's time to be a parent. So she makes nachos and she says, you know, Jeremy, I used to get stoned. My favorite part before she even says that is that she's like, oh, why don't you sit down for dinner? And he's like, I'm not hungry. And she said, well, it was a ruse. So she's like, sit down anyway, bitch. And she said, you know, I used to get stoned. And he said, whoa. And she said, I don't anymore. Druggy <laughs> bitch. <laughs> she's like, I'm not a freaking drug addict. And he's like, Okay, I'm going to leave. And she turns to the fridge. Oh, you know, I've got a thesis. My life has changed. I would love, love, love. And she turns around and he is walking out the door. He didn't and even she's need like, the vampire run for that one. She gave him too much time. He walked slow and she didn't fight him. She saw him walking out the door and she was like, oh, well, like she, she said, wasn't like, hey, Jeremy, Harumph. come back here. He walked out and she said, harumph. <laughs> and she immediately was like, more nachos for me. Now we're back at the hospital with Vicky and Matt. Vicky's up looking good. Matt's asleep on the chair. She throws some jello at him to wake him up. And she says, thank God you're awake. And he said, thank God I'm awake. You've been fucking passed out with a bite out your neck. Like, what the hell? He said, yeah, I'm very much awake. I'm healthy. And Matt, you know, he's trying to wait for her to bring up the vampire thing again because he definitely wants to discuss it. But he doesn't want to force her. But he can only wait so long. And he says, so what about you? He waits a grand total of 30 seconds before being like, okay, uh, can we yeah, get he to says, it? He says, you feel better. And then they just stare and look at each other and she's smiling. She's looking happy. And he's like, spill, bitch. 
And she's like, an animal. Just an animal. Hum, hum, hum. Like, and he's like, animal, which not for nothing. If an animal bit me and I was in the hospital, I don't care. Like, if I didn't remember what animal, I, I wouldn't be like, oh, an animal. I'd be like, a fucking animal. Can you yeah. believe that? I was just and standing also, there. This is a note for Stefan, um, if you're listening. You shouldn't have said animal. You should have said, like, you saw an animal, you think it was a wolf or something. Like, yeah. give her something specific. Because all he did was, well, I guess he didn't have enough time. And also, he had enough time. To, well, yeah, he had enough time. Well, what he could have done, I mean, if I were a vampire and I was trying to lie to someone, this is what I would do. I would go into the room, compel Vicky, whatever, tell her, like, hey, you got bit by an animal and you blacked out. You think it was a wolf, but you're not sure. And if Matt walks in and sees me, guess what I do? I compel Matt. I say, you didn't see me here. And Vicky never told you it was a vampire. But I guess maybe he's not as strong because he's not drinking human blood. So he can't compel two people. That's what I was thinking. We like we get to that. Maybe he like couldn't compel her to anything too hard. But yeah, he literally was like, you saw an animal and that's all you remember. Yeah. Like you saw an animal, but you don't have any guess at what it is. Like I have some guess. Like if I see an animal attack me, I know if it's like I know if it's closer to squirrel or to wolf. Yeah. At least size like big animal. It yeah. had to be a big animal because look at that big ass chomp. It's, yeah, it's the size of human teeth. <laughs> but before they can get too much deeper into that conversation, Jeremy visits yet again a girl who he's hooking up with, who he's had sex with maybe three times is a generous guess. <laughs> well, and then Matt's like, oh, I'll leave you two alone. And Vicky is like, hey, what the hell? Now my brother's going to know we slept together. And this pisses her off for a number of reasons. It's mostly because she's like older than him, I guess. And because she wants to hook up with Tyler still. And because Matt and Elena will be mad. I understand the Tyler thing. I don't understand the concern about Matt and Elena being mad. Yeah, I don't really know why they would care. Like um, their siblings, they'd be like, oh, cute. I think Matt would be mad because then like it would be weird for him to get back together with Elena. But clearly maybe. Elena would not care about that. Yeah, Elena would be like, I don't really care what you, what you, you like, guys do. Great, an excuse for me to definitely not date Matt again. And well, yeah, I, you, I guess you're right. Matt would be a little freaked out, but like it seems like they're already friends, so like it wouldn't be that shocking to them, yeah. you would think. But whatever. Well, and she was um, like, "Why would you come?" And he's like, "Oh, well, I found you." And she's like, "What?" Yeah, That's nice she of you. <laughs> gets trumped pretty quick, and yeah, she's like, "Oh my god, you found me," which is great because he kind of did save her life in that way, except not really because if Damon wanted to kill her, he would have. But. As much as he could understand it. This is how they understand it, is that that he saved her life. And then after she just made a stink because she's really into Tyler, Jeremy's like, well, Tyler's not bricking here. And she's like, cool move. Yeah, she's like, huh, I didn't think that. I haven't considered that. Which, fine. You do you, girl. Tyler doesn't seem like he would visit someone in the hospital. Yeah. I would not expect that from him. Yeah. So despite her best efforts, she is charmed. And then Elena, inspired by Caroline's wise, wise words, a boy likes girl, girl likes boy sex. She decides to go to the Salvatore house and she's like, I'm going to make a move on Stefan. I'm not going to talk myself out of it. And she knocks on the door. No one answers. Doors open. Opens. Yeah, she lets herself in, which never a good idea. But I guess if you're a vampire, why would you lock your door? Because like vampires would have to ask to be let in. But also like you live in a town full of humans. But I think it was also probably a purposeful move by Damon to be a little creepy. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, it's kind of weird of Elena to go to Stefan's house. But all is fair because Stefan went to her house unannounced multiple times. Yeah. He lives in a house that is called like the Salvatore Mansion. So it's not weird that she knows where this house is. That's true. So she walks in and she's like, Stefan, and no one is there. She's looking around. And then what flies in the door but a crow? (laughs) 
And oh, that was a jump scare. Let me tell you. And of course, as we come to expect, the crow flies in. Elena turns around. And when she turns back, well, there's Damon. Boom, Damon. And they did fix his hair. I tell you, I was like, okay, that's what I was thinking I was going to see. Yeah, he looks pretty good. He introduces himself. He says, oh, my God, you must be Elena. I've heard so much about you. I'm Damon. I'm Stefan's brother. And she said, hmm. (laughs) Stefan didn't say he had a brother. And Damon hits her back with, well, he doesn't like to brag. (laughs) Which is an amazing line. Damon is charming the pants off of her. He is just leaps and bounds ahead of Stefan in social skills. Yeah, which is so funny because they're just as hot as each other. So I don't know why Damon had to learn more social skills than Stefan. But Damon plays this conversation masterfully. Oh, it's amazing. He immediately establishes himself as like, you know, cool, sexy, mysterious and friendly. Oh my God, I've heard so much about you. I'm so excited to meet you. Friendly is a great, great thing too, because that immediately alienates her away from Stefan because she's like, why didn't he mention this guy? He seems fine. Yeah. And then he says, and he makes it seem so casual. Like he's having this conversation, like he hasn't been planning this for days. He's like, Well, you're great. I can see why my brother is so smitten. I never thought he would get over his ex-girlfriend. Very subtle, very quick. Slap her across the face with it, Damon. And the thing about Elena is she is so easy to phase visibly. And so Elena is immediately like, what ex-girlfriend? And he's like, oh, Catherine. He's like, oh, you guys didn't talk about exes yet? Like, You've known him for like a week tops. So that's not that weird. It's a totally normal conversation to not have. But then he's like, oh, I guess he didn't want to do that because he didn't want you thinking you were a rebound. (laughs) And so, of course, what does Elena think? Am I a rebound? rebound. (laughs) He masterfully makes her think that Stefan's lying to her, that there's something else going on. And it's worth mentioning that to Elena's knowledge, Stefan is 17. So when you're 17 and you hear about like a serious ex-girlfriend, that's kind of more jarring than it is like if you're you know 30 yeah you're like wow like how serious was it it's a lot bigger and this uh effect on elena only gets worse when stefan arrives yeah stefan comes in and immediately like he's angry at damon sure but he immediately takes it out on elena Oh, he will not even make eye contact with elena and she's like hey stefan and he's like just brooding he's like I didn't know you were going to come. And she's like, oh, sorry, I should have called. I just wanted to say hi. And again, he's been to her house unannounced like three times at this point. Yeah. So of course she thought this was normal. And he's like, you should go. And he doesn't even look at her. And she's like, I literally came over here to have sex with you. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? She's so pissed off. So he's like, you should go. And she's like, okay, I guess I'll leave. (laughs) And she's like walking out like he's going to stop her. And he doesn't. He just glares at Damon the whole time. Which is just fueling Damon's fire. It is yeah. hysterical to him. He's giving Damon exactly what he wants, which is hysterical. And then Damon just continues to push buttons. But now he's switching his targets from Elena to Stefan. And he says, she's got spunk. You look pooped, though. <laughs> which is iconic. He's and just insulting him. It is so funny. They are wearing the exact same black V-neck. They really are like, we're vampires. We wear black V-necks. Yeah, vampire uniform. They're like, I got my black V-neck. I got my leather jacket. I got my jeans and I'm ready to go to the hospital to compel Vicky Donovan to think she saw a nondescript animal. (laughs) So Damon's like, hey, how'd the compulsion go? You know, it might not have worked. (laughs) Stefan, of course, is all upset that Damon talked to Elena. He's like, how long was Elena here? What did you say? 
And Damon makes a comment. I think you're worried that we're doomed to repeat the past. Stephanie, what do you think that comment means? Well, I think it could mean a couple of things. I think there's a chance that Stefan lost his cool and made Catherine a vampire and then hated her. Or he killed her and she'll come back somehow. Or she just really dumped him and like it really like he's just really a sad little boy. I think those are all possible directions. I lean that he made her a vampire or like maybe she became a vampire without asking him and it like hurt his little feelings. Either way, it is weird regardless. I mean, I I assume this will be explained what his relationship with Catherine is like. But it's weird to like break up with someone and then find someone who looks exactly like her and be like, I got to date her. Yeah. So something's up. Yeah, it's very curious. Obviously, eventually, Elena is going to see that picture of Catherine since he doesn't seem to hide it. Yeah. But it's interesting. I just I'm curious because they talk about the past a lot. And of course, they'll reveal everything that happened in the past. But I'm just curious what your suspicion. I was just curious what your suspicions were. So next up. We're back at the Gilbert house where Jenna and Elena, a girl Gavin and Jeremy walks in and he could not more clearly be stoned. He said, well, you know, I uh, smoke weed now. So why hide it? Yeah. And Jenna throws an apple at him and he's like, nice parental authority. Bye. So not a big success for Jenna today. And she cannot handle this. I mean, a very classic teenage boy response to something. And she is just like dumbfounded. So then we get back to the hospital where Vicky is freaked out. She's walking around. She washes her face. She looks up. Damon's behind her. She goes back to her room. She looks at Matt. Damon pops up from behind Matt with veins and dark eyes. Vampire. And then she wakes up. It was all a nightmare. I got to say, I love the dark eyes, the veins thing. I think it's a cool vampire look. It's a little scary. It's a little hot. Yeah, I love the veins. (laughs) I think it's a great look. And then we cut to the town square where Bonnie and Elena are handing out flyers for the comet. What does that flyer say? It's a program. Look at the sky later. <laughs> it's a program that says, welcome. <laughs> and then up evidently 6 p.m. till 11 p.m. Comet. This comet could not be moving slower. It's and like I'm not all a- night long. And I like I'm not an astronomer, but like aren't comets fast? Well, and it comes on- <laughs> only every couple like. I don't know when the last time it was here, but it doesn't come all the time. The science of this comet is a little. Well, I um, guess Halley's Comet comes every once in a while, but. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess maybe they're not fast. I don't know. But this one seems unnecessarily slow. Yeah, exactly. And so they're handing out flyers. They're talking about Elena's like, I just don't know if it's going to work out. Stefan was really rude to me, which great point. And Bonnie's like, you're making excuses, which is a good friend piece of advice, but she didn't see the way Stefan was avoiding eye contact with Elena. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Bonnie is correct. We're in the town square. Caroline's walking around in the most 2009 outfit in the world. It's this amazing yellow, like, eyelet dress that's strapless with a cardigan with so many ruffles. I mean, she's iconic. It's cropped with that many ruffles, and she looks cute as hell. That is an outfit that you have to be very pretty to pull off, and she did pull it off, I'll say. Fashion paying off in this episode, but Caroline's walking through the town square and Damon is staring at her in the world's most creepy way. Just standing still looking at her in this leather jacket with like two big ass pockets on the, the boob area. It's not even a cute jacket. And yeah, he's double breasted jacket. Literally doing like the Kubrick stare. And she's like, oh, hey, Damon. Well, she's like, oh, there's that hot guy. I better walk over to him. And so she's strutting over ready to party and he disappears. Like not even behind a bus or anything like. Just behind people. He moves fast. He doesn't care if he gets caught. 
He's living on the edge. We go back to the Salvador house where Zach and Stefan are, are talking. And Zach is like, why is Damon here? This is bad news. I'm worried about that girl at the hospital that Damon almost killed that you may or may not have compelled. And I'm worried about you getting involved with this Elena girl. He's altogether worried. And Stefan's basically like, I've got it under control. And Zach's like, do you? And Stefan's like, well, I'm not sure. And Stefan fully doesn't. Although as someone who loves Zach, what the fuck is he doing all day and night? Just sitting at his desk. He's doing some, and I'm not sure I trust him anymore, but I do love him and I would love to cuddle with him regardless. You turned on Zach very quick. You I were just, Zach's number one fan last I, episode. I am still a top fan. I just like, what is he doing all day? Like he's just sitting there and shows up to be like, I'm worried about you, Stefan. And then goes back to his desk. I think there's more to the story there. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so we're back at the grill. Vicky's out of the hospital. And the charm for Jeremy is still there. She's talking to Jeremy. They're kind of flirting. He gives her some painkillers and they're having a lot of fun. And then Tyler's like, hey, Vicky. And she's like, oh, you care? Get away from me. So she stands up to Tyler, which is kind of nice. But she seems like suddenly very into Jeremy. Exactly. She turned a corner quick because I guess Tyler didn't visit her at the hospital. But I don't know. Again, if I'm Vicky, I'd be like, I don't want the guy that I really like to see me in the hospital because I don't have makeup on. I've got this huge ass bandage on my neck. I'm eating jello all day. Yeah. I'll see you when I'm hot again. (laughs) Don't come in here. That is true. Jeremy Jeremy can can see me. I don't care what the fuck he sees. I mean, hey, whatever works out for them. And now it's time to watch the comet. They're all lighting candles for some reason. I don't really know why. I feel like that would be a lot to think about while looking at a comet. Yeah, like why not just look at the comet? But, you know, all the all the friends are hanging out, holding their candles, holding their candles. And then Stefan comes up and he's like, we should talk. And Elena, Elena goes, walks over and looks at the sky and broods. And he's like, oh, OK. And he yeah, just until she makes him follow him. Powerful move by Elena. And Matt is just glaring the whole time. Matt, honey, mind your business. Move on, sweetie. <laughs> you can see Stefan. OK, he's hot. Just let her either like have a rebound with Stefan and then come back to you. Or just be like, you know what? This is a fight I'm not going to win. So he's apologizing for, you know, all the drama, whatever. And they look at the comet. We see the comet. It is moving so slow that I actually think it's just a screenshot of a picture of a comet. I don't think it's moving. And they were just zooming in to give it the illusion of it moving. But it was in the same spot in the sky. Like, it's so beautiful. I'm like, no, it isn't. And, you know, he's like, oh, I'm sorry about the drama. Like, I'm sorry I wouldn't make eye contact with you yesterday when we talked all night. And... She's like, I just can't believe you didn't mention your brother, which totally fair concern to bring up. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, we're not close. It's like, yeah, but you could mention him. He he lives with you. So you got to be a little close. (laughs) And then Elena, she's like, he told me about your ex-girlfriend. And he's like, gulp. He's like, what did did he say? Uh (laughs) Yeah, he didn't say anything because he doesn't want to say anything. He doesn't have to say. He's trying to to let her lead the conversation, which is probably a wise move. Again, not knowing their past, but yeah, clearly is messy in some way. It's a smart move and she walks right into it. But she's also you can tell she's still siding with Stefan because she's like, oh, he says that she broke your heart. And he said it was a long time ago. Again, in Elena's mind, he's 17 years old. So How what long? were you like 13? <laughs> but I guess when you're 17, like a year feels a like year a is a long time. time. That's true. They talk about like how complicated their lives are and how complicated a relationship would be. And like for Stefan, sure. Elena's like, it's just too complicated because like my brother is complicated. And it's like, 
I mean, your brother smokes weed. That's not like none none of it from Elena's point of view is that complicated, except maybe the death of her parents. But as far as she understands it, his parents are dead, too. So he understands that. Yeah. Well, and she's just like, oh, it's just so complicated. Like, and as soon as you get to know someone like you might lose them, it's like you dumped your boyfriend and like breaking up with someone is very different than your parents driving into a lake. Yeah, exactly. Again, that she's looking at two very different ends of the continuum here. Well, yeah. Well, she also says like, oh, my, both of our breakups were complicated. And I guess it's ob- complicated because she's still friends with Matt. Oh, I guess. Yeah. But again, I don't know what happened with Catherine, but I'm going to guess it was a little more complicated than that. <laughs> I think I can tell you that it was. <laughs> I think I'm going to tell you that it was. I don't think that's a spoiler. I, I, I don't think it is either. And basically, Elena's like, hey, it was fun, but I still think it's going to work out. But it was epic. <laughs> and I'm like, we it? talked and it was epic, which I don't get what the fuck you talked about. It's not epic. I would not call a single conversation I have ever had epic. Exactly. So now we're back at the grill. Damon's having a drink and Vicky sees him and she's like, hey, I know you. And, and he's, he's like, like, huh? <laughs> yeah, he plays it coy. And she's like, no, I swear to God, I know you. I don't know how. He's like, whatever. And then she goes to the bathroom and he immediately attacks her again, which is like, like, Damon, be cool. I understand guys got to eat, but clearly you can find campers. Like, do you need to attack the same girl that you don't even want to kill? Well, we see later why he grabbed her. And it was, um, you know, he had a purpose for it, love it or not. But everyone like immediately notices she's missing. Which is fair because she came out of the hospital and then was like, I'm going to be at this festival and this grill all night. And I'm going to take pills that Jeremy gives me. Take a couple oxys. So I guess, yeah, everyone's probably keeping an eye on her. So Jeremy's like, he goes up to the whole group, Tyler, Matt, Caroline, Bonnie, Elena. Jeremy goes up to them and he's like, have any of you seen Vicky? And Tyler immediately snitches and he's like, well, you gave her pills. Well, and to be fair, if anyone like would know where Vicky is, it would be Jeremy because he will not let her out of his damn sight. Yeah, exactly. I don't know who he's asking. Yeah, of course. Tyler's like, well, you gave her pills. And Elena's like, what? Well, yeah. And then Jeremy's like, we're not talking about this now. (laughs) Yeah. And Jeremy to salvage, I guess not salvage. He now just wants to fight with Tyler. Tyler's like, you're just a pill pusher. She would never like you. And he said, yeah, we already had sex a couple of times in front of everyone. So everyone's like, wait, what? And then Jeremy, because he can't help himself. He says, I didn't even have to force her into it. And Matt looks at Tyler and he's like, what? <laughs> and Tyler's like, it's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing. <laughs> it is just bang, 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 punches flying. But yeah. then eventually they're like, well, let's go find fucking Vicky. Like- yeah, eventually they kind of all let it go. They're all kind of like, okay, I guess Jeremy sucked with her and I guess Tyler tried to rape her anyway, moving on. And then they all start going. But then Elena's like, no, I'm going to talk to you, Jeremy. Jeremy's like, there's more important things. She's like, I think the tough love thing's not working. And he's like, can you give me a fucking break? <laughs> yeah. Which I have to side with him. Yeah, I girl, if it's not working, why are you doing it again? <laughs> So they all, you know, run outside. They start looking and Matt goes up to Stefan and he's like, have you seen Vicky? And Stefan's like, no, because he really hasn't. But immediately Stefan is like, Damon's here. He's like, I'll keep an eye out for her, which is like, what are you doing? You're just standing there. Just be like, I'll help look for her. He's like, sorry, I'm busy looking at the comet right now. I can't look for Vicky. No, if I if I stop looking now, the comet might start moving. (laughs) 
He's like, I really don't want to miss it when the comet moves. <laughs> and Matt, with the same level of tact that he approached Vicky about the fact that she's a vampire, he said, hey, Stefan, I saw you in the hospital. And Stefan's like, huh? <laughs> yeah. And he says, what were you doing? He says, what were you doing at the hospital yesterday? And Stefan says, visiting. Just very quick. No details, which is very, very smart of Stefan. If he doesn't give details, he can't get like called out to lie because he was technically visiting. Yeah, he didn't say who, <laughs> which again, this is the thing about Stefan. It's the same as the telling Vicky she got bit by an animal. Say, oh, yeah, I was visiting my uncle. He like needed to get stitches because he cut his finger. Yeah, you can make any sort of something really simple off the top of your head. Someone who would be in the same area of the hospital as Vicky, someone that Matt wouldn't go confirm with uncle stitches, cut finger. Easy. Yeah. Someone that like Matt wouldn't know wasn't there. Exactly. Or like, oh, I went to go grab like some test results. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I have chlamydia. Your girlfriend gave me your ex-girlfriend gave me chlamydia. And I had to check. (laughs) What if he was like, I was there for chemo. Bet you feel bad now. I wish that's what he should have said just to shut him the fuck up he should have said I'm a candy striper what do you do on your free time but no he just says visiting and Matt is basically like well I'm looking out for Elena and Stefan's like cool okay (laughs) but Stefan's got other things on his mind because he uses his super vampire hearing and he hears Vicky screaming and Damon being like oh shut up you know enough to identify that Vicky and Damon are nearby And then they're standing on the edge of a roof, which like is in light. Yeah. At an event where everyone is looking up. Yeah. The whole town is looking up and they're on a well-lit roof. And everyone's like, where's Vicky? Well, it's because they're not watching the comet and they're looking for Vicky. When if really they just watched the comet, they they would have found Vicky. But anyway, so Stefan jumps up on the roof, which also no one sees. Yeah. Uh, and Damon is just like pushing her and pulling her back and pushing her and pulling her back again. So mean. Yeah. And Stefan's like, hey, let her go. And Damon's like, oh, okay. And almost drops her off the roof, which did Stefan think Damon wasn't going to do that? That's the most obvious joke there is. Yeah. So, you know, Damon pushes Vicky to the ground. And he's like, hey, what attacked you? And she said, I, I don't know, an animal. And he's like, mm, that seems stupid. And she's like, you know what? Now that I think about it, it was a vampire. <laughs> so Damon's like, uh oh, Stefan, you better kill her. And he's like, I'm not going to kill her. And Damon's like, oh, you're not? And he turns to Vicky and he compels her and, she, and he's like, hey, you got attacked by a vampire. And that vampire's name is Stefan Salvatore. And Stefan's like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> and poor Vicky is just in the middle of this. Like, she's like, what? So then Damon's like, OK, I just told her it's you. So either you can drink her blood and kill her and then you'll get stronger because it's human blood. Or you can just let her go and she'll go tell everyone in the town square that you're a vampire. And Stefan is tempted by this offer. <laughs> he I mean, you can see in his eyes. He wants that blood and he yeah. has ripped the bandaid off. The The blood is just out in the wind. And Stefan is like, <laughs> Stefan's like, oh, boy, could I use a drink? But he powers through and he says, you know what? He calls Damon's bluff. He says, you know what? Yeah, let her go. Let everyone know there's a vampire in town. And I hope they kill me because then I won't have to talk to you anymore. So mean. Yeah, so mean. That's your brother, dude. <laughs> But I guess Damon's been mean to him. Damon has has earned that, to be yeah. fair. And Damon's like, whatever, I've had my fun. And so he goes up to Vicky and he's like, he whispers, but basically I think he tells her, you were on pills. Uh, you ended up here and Stefan found you. Yeah, Stefan found you wandering around. Um, and you got attacked by an animal, by the way. <laughs> yeah, just clear that one up. Yeah. 
<laughs> so they go back to the grill and they, you know, everyone's found Vicky. Everyone's happy. And Matt goes up to Stefan. He's like, hey, you know what? Thank you. I heard you found her. And he's like, yeah, Matt, you're welcome. <laughs> he said, I stole your girlfriend and your sister. And then Caroline and Bonnie are sitting talking about the night. And Caroline says, druggies are the biggest attention whores, which Caroline please <laughs> big big words from arguably the biggest attention whore in this group yeah it's like actually i think you're the biggest attention whore which like no shade to attention whores we both are attention whores yeah why, perhaps why i'm podcast about a tv show from 2009 <laughs> perhaps why i'm vibing with miss caroline really pot calling the kettle black there so the two girls are girl gabin and stefan walks up to them and he's like hey you guys seen elena and they're like oh she went home but bonnie good friend is like let me give you her cell she loves to text and she and she's like and you can tell her i said that yeah she's gonna send her text this is hey it's me stefan bonnie said you love to text xoxo so bonnie is handing the phone number to him and she accidentally touches stefan in the process and her face once again falls and she said what happened to you yeah and he's like gotta go so there was like again proof that a lot has happened and again his life is much more complicated than elena's i know we're gonna learn a lot about the past and it's gonna be a a hard go of it for stefan because when she touched elena she saw a single crow and she touched (laughs) stefan she saw so much the only thing she could say was what happened to you and he's like (laughs) he said i'm not touching that So we are back at the Gilbert house and Jenna is searching Jeremy's room for weed. And she's like, I feel like I'm a bad parent. And Elena is Elena's like, no, you're not. But also Elena's kind of like, whatever. Like, this isn't really my problem. I got a, I got bigger problems with a boy. It's like, actually, Jeremy's problems are bigger than yours, but that's a cart. And then we go back to the grill and kind of out of nowhere, Vicky and Tyler are making out again. And Jeremy sees them. That girl cannot make up her mind. You're already, you're out of the hospital. You took some oxy. As far as you know, you took some oxy and then you ended up on a roof with this guy you don't know. And you're still at the grill? Go home. Take a nap. Drink some water and go to sleep. Like you came there to like check on your job, but like you're not working, clearly. Go home. And again, she still picks Tyler, which he is cuter than Jeremy, I'll maintain. Mm -hmm. But it's like, girl, don't. (laughs) And then Caroline starts walking to her car alone. It's dark. It's spooky. She hears some noises. And who do we see but our good friend Damon? And he says, I didn't mean to scare you. Oh, buddy, you did. But Caroline, a true queen, is immediately into it. Yeah. She's She's like, like, (laughs) okay. She said, works for me. So then Stefan goes to see Elena at her house. Oh, wait. No, they go to the Salvatore house. Does Elena go there? Well, yeah, Elena says, oh, I have to go to her aunt. Oh, yeah. So Elena goes to the Salvatore house, and we are greeted by the sweet, sweet sounds of Sarah Bareilles' gravity playing in the background. So we know we're wrapping up the episode in a romantic way. And there is no way you get to the end of this song without a kiss. And I am ready for it. Yeah, we're ready. It's been two episodes. Time to see some kissing. And (laughs) Elena says, you know... I was going to go home tonight and write in my diary like I always do. And then she goes on to explain what a diary is <laughs> to Stefan, who famously has a diary. And even if he didn't, girl, it is not that deep. We've all heard of diaries. She really thinks she invented a diary. 
Yeah, but the heart of the speech is there, which is basically like, I was going to write how I feel, but I, that's, I was going to be writing things down that I should be telling you instead. And then they kiss to the romantic, romantic sounds. And once again, Stefan repeats that they talked and it was epic. And I would love to talk about the word epic because okay. it's so we know, again, this show was shot in 2009. Epic was a big word in 2009. It was. Epic is going to be a big word across the Vampire Diaries, sometimes used in more epic situations than others. I mean, even at Epic's height, I'll echo an earlier sentiment. I don't think anyone was calling conversations epic. Maybe people who were like in love, but like people were more using epic like, wow, that was like epic when you like burned that when you pwned that person to to keep in the vernacular of the time that was an epic pwn an epic fail it was not like that was an epic deep conversation (laughs) so it's like they're using the term but like i would argue incorrectly yeah and i think no i you hit the nail on the head and they'll continue to do that which is why i want um to point it out because the first time i watched it at a certain point i was like they're saying epic a lot it's like the same way that Riverdale has been just overusing the word endgame, which I would argue is far cringier than epic. Absolutely. Like I, I will take epic over endgame any day, but it is just funny that they're using it in a way that is so like odd. Yes, it is truly terrifying. <laughs> but <laughs> terrifying than the vampires. Yeah, that's scarier than the crows. <laughs> um, but Stefan and Elena end the episode super into each other, looking forward to the future. And then, of course, we got to catch up with the other brother. Damon is hooking up with Caroline. Get it, girl. She's having a great time. And then what does Damon do? Well, he can't help it. His little veins show under his eyes and he bites her. And that's the end of the episode. Which is an amazing cliffhanger. They do, I will say, they do cliffhangers very well on the Vampire Diaries. That's how you. That's how they keep you hooked in you know it's gonna be hard for you to not there were times when i would have to watch the next episode right away because i was like i need to see what happens next so it's gonna be hard for you yeah you can't i am curious what happened let's see what are your predictions for the next episode well i'm now in a because obviously vicky didn't immediately become a vampire when he bit her Mm -hmm. which i kind of thought was gonna happen Mm. um because that's what usually happens like a bite you become the thing totally So I'm curious to see, and I mean, obviously, Damon can compel whatever the fuck he wants, but I'm curious to see, like, does she have to go to the hospital? Like, he's obviously not going to kill her, or maybe he's going to kill her and she'll be immortal the rest of the show. I don't fucking know. Um, I don't think he's going to kill her in episode two. I think that would be pretty bold of the writers. So that's going to be interesting. I'm interested to see now that Stefan and Elena seem to be, like, together as much as they will be. Uh, I'm sure Matt is going to have a rough go of it next next week. I am really excited to see Bonnie's journey as well. Mm-hmm. And it, was the comet really a harbinger of doom? Only time will tell. It's interesting you bring up how someone turns into a vampire. I mean, obviously, as you assume, they'll explain it, but that's a great, that's a great point. I guess, yeah, I don't know how they turn into it, and I assumed it was biting. It's clearly not that, so. So TBD. Well, it's all very exciting. This was a great episode. They really know how to jam-pack the drama, the action, romance, the excitement into every episode. This was definitely jam-packed. Thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next week. Until next time, goodbye, brother. Bye, brother. The one thing that I still know is that you're keeping me down.